So the satsang is being recorded, so the best thing to do is to forget about it, and if it comes out at half-decent quality, it'll be on the website at some point, and if it doesn't, it'll be deleted, and that's, that's that. Oh, that was close. Very close. Try not to hit anyone in the head. Thank you so Super. much. Great. Okay. So, we're going to use that. So, some familiar faces from Berkeley and some fresh faces. So, let's see what happens, huh? Um, just because of the layout of the room, if, if, you're, if you're far back, please talk loudly so that everybody else can hear. Okay? Let's see what happens. So without moving your body, just settle on the inside. Without moving your body. <laughs> because while the inside work has nothing to do with the outside, non-duality is about mind, no? Enlightenment is about mind. It's your mind that gets enlightened. It's not anything else. It's the mind. It's the mind that drops the hypnosis of separation. Or not. Being spiritual on the outside is the, one of the greatest jokes of all time. We don't live in monasteries anymore, so it doesn't really apply. But there seems to be a carryover from some, I don't know, conditioning of religions and things, which, which bleeds religion into, into contemporary spirituality, into non-duality. <clears throat> non-duality is an internal approach. But what happens a lot, what I've seen anyway, is that very often concepts about non-duality get bought, like, like concepts of religion. Oh, it's, you know, a Christian approach, or turn the other cheek, or uh, devotion, or... Okay, so these are stereotypically religious concepts. And lo and behold, what seems to be happening in the last few years is that, is that non-duality have a whole load of concepts which get bought as well. And it's like, my goodness me, non-duality is now... A con uh, as another layer of conditioning which is coming into contemporary life. The yeah. kind of against the exercise, no? Mm -hmm. It just shows that the movie, the movie or the matrix or life or this hypnosis or whatever you want to call it, manifestation is kind of <coughs> mm, ensuring its own continuity, you know, by allowing mind to grab a non-dual concept. You know, oh, you know, nothing matters. This isn't real anyway. It's like, what? <laughs> what? You know, relatively it is. But of course it's not. But if you think you are separate, if you think you're an individual, you can be damn sure it's going to be real. But you can't say that, well, life isn't real, but actually, you know, I think I am, but life isn't. It's like, oh, Jesus. You know? And this happens. This really happens. This wacky, wacky stuff of just like, non-duality is now another layer of conditioning. You've just added more. Fine. Can start shoveling that one now too, as well as everything else. Just, just to watch that, just to watch that. It's kind of a growing thing. I seem to notice it's it's growing instead mm -hmm. of it being spotted and dropped. It's growing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like non-duality is like it's personal, it's inside, it, it, it it's mind managing the mind or mind dropping the mind. Because the only tool you have is mind anyway. What else are you gonna do? This is all mind, the whole freaking thing is mind. So it's 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 about mind dealing with mind. And if a break comes, fantastic. And if a break comes organically, well then you wouldn't be here. Do you know? <laughs> if the whole thing falls apart naturally then you wouldn't be here. But if there's a calling to it, then the experience of the breaking down is going to be gradual until it stops. Do you know? So then some people buy this, buy this concept of, ah, but you don't have to do anything. I'm going to do nothing. And we'll see now if enlightenment happens. It's like, oh, Jesus. You know? <laughs> like, that's just another concept loaded with desire, you know? We might as well do something. And if you're doing something, if a gap comes, fine. If a break comes, fine. It was going to come anyway, that's for sure. As long as you think you're the doer, you think you're doing something to actually make it happen. But you're going to have to do it to realize that you didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, really. You're, you know, you, you kind of have to do it to get the wisdom that it, that it wasn't important. You know? That's what life is for, is for just for allowing this wisdom to be cultivated. You know, so that just so that something organic sees that, well, all of this is just to be enjoyed, really. Nothing more engaging than to be enjoyed. And even pain is to be enjoyed. But if the personal eye is there, then pain turns into suffering. <coughs> Take away the personal eye and even pain is in actually enjoyed. And if that's a completely wacky idea, have you ever been to something like a funeral and you get a fit of the giggles? <laughs> do you know, do you know the, abs the absurdity of suffering? You know, your heart is breaking over something or something is happening, but there's something giggling inside, but it's not socially correct, you know, to, to, to see that actually underneath suffering, there's joy. Do you see? It's there. It's there, you know. But then we have the social conditioning that, no, no, that's not appropriate. Or that's dismissive of pain because, oh, pain is to be hallowed. Pain is to be hallowed, you know. I suppose let it, let it free up a bit, you know. Let it all free up a bit. Oh, I could put it in terms of contraction and expansion, you know. Because that's what it's like. It's like when things free up, it's like something is looser. Or if you see a, a bit of conditioning that you were running and you're out of it, you know, it's like, oh, something is freer or softer, you know. It's not a bad thing to go for. Might as well be doing something. <coughs> anyway, that's a bit of a preamble. Okay. <coughs> Floor is open, whoever wants to shoot for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Okay, it's very long. Okay. Okay. So I'm not really a seeker. I feel that every life-changing event or tragedy has led me to the next step. I had a near death a near death in 1994 where I even had the premonition it would happen and told the last friend I saw before it occurred. I walked into my life-changing event 
a doctor's mistake that left me with serious brain injury. In the process, I left my body and travelled out of the emergency room like a pleasant energy flow towards warmth. A compassionate nurse saw my eyes roll back and shook my body and called my name while intubating me, thus bringing me back. Then I went into a coma. I was not supposed to live, and yet I made it through it, a hard road. Later on, when difficulties happened to cause me to lose my business, I walked to a temple and started to meditate. I had some cues before that helped me lead me to this. For that helped me to lead me to this. Like most things, so it wasn't quite a blind, automated movement. I've gone to Vipassana meditation several times, being silent 10 days, meditating in a pagoda cell, chipping at my ego on who I think I am. I whittle it down to an energy flow, moving towards compassion when I clear the debris away. Clearly my life is more difficult than I ever could imagine, but I got the quick path to letting go of almost everything I used to think was me. Can you help guide me to die to the, to the life, to the I? I feel that's one thing that I'm moving towards. I'm here to let the bottom fall out. Hmm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm zoning in on the compassion. If compassion is a value, yes. can yes. you dump that? This is another bit of religion. Um, it comes in a natural, and I force it's natural. Okay. When it dumped off, my e, my, my, yeah, gone, yeah, anger gone, yeah, comes up, comes up naturally, comes up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't give it any value. Okay. If naturally anger comes, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever comes naturally yeah. is fine. Then take the next step. Whatever comes nat naturally, don't label it at all. Even inside, don't even label it. Um, watch it, watch it, artist. Okay, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is tricky. So, so, so when identification comes on, it's not natural. You know it's not natural when you're in your own story. Yes. Okay, so then, then in pulling back, when there's not high drama, you know that there's... Do you guys want to find a chair someplace? Or a seat or a floor or a... Is there a cushion or a chair or a bench or something anywhere? Back here? There's one chair here. And there's one back here, look. You can step through over here. There's a hole or two to put a cushion down so you can get in. Yeah, there's something over there. They keep coming and coming. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, so, so... So moving from the full-on drama to the I am, to the observer, and you can see things, and it's not that sticky, okay? Now, prior to that, because where you are watching stuff, the labeling of compassion, you'll see it, okay? okay? Now, prior to that, where nothing is labeled, conceptual thought is very active, you see, in the impersonal I or the I am or the observer, different speakers use different names, but it's where there's no drama, but you're not, you know, you're just watching stuff. Okay, from here, what's, what will keep one observing or keep that, the personal eye in that impersonal place? And it is the personal eye that would be in the observer mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? Yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. Because there's something to be gained from being observer. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, we've got a, a drama in the impersonal. It bleeds back. Mm -hmm. Do you see? 
You still with me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, what's happening in the impersonal, in the observer, is that labeling is going on. From what you've written here, there's labeling going on. It's like conceptual thought is still very much trusted. Oh, yes. Yeah. This has to go. The mechanism, if, if it can be seen that there's a mechanism of mind labeling things, okay, a more dense version would be judgment. So pull back from judgment and it's labeling. The naming of shape and form has to go. It's like concepts are not believed at all. But at the moment, concepts are presenting and they're being accepted as real. This can only happen with the backdrop of the personal eye. Somebody who's registering concepts and taking the world to be as, as, as the labeling presents. Right? But, um, when I meditate two hours a day. Yeah, you meditate two hours a day. It's great. Yeah. More I um, do it, let's have tests, things. Yes. And unless us engage too. It's what what's life happening. Yeah. Now more more. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And um like when you spoke on Saturday when I saw you Saturday, I was flying out the window and I go, Whoa, come on, why am I not went you know Yeah. Don't treat me just not being in my body. Yeah. Yeah. And um I don't know, saying now. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. So do you fly out of your body a lot? Do you have that sense a lot? No. No, no okay. No. Okay, it's new. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Okay. All right, all right. It's just another phenomenon experience. Yeah, I know. I said, you know, no, don't, no, don't, yeah, care don't read anything that. into it. Not yeah, at all. Yeah. Everything happens in manifestation. You know, life is fantastic. Yeah. It's just going to keep presenting well, yeah, stuff. So, but, daydream too. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, don't take any notice of what life can present. Because really, every event is the same. It's just energy moving. It's that mind says, oh, look at this. Mind says, I'm interested in this. <clears throat> Our mind says, oh, we get the story going if we kind of dicky up this a bit, you know, if we make this an interesting thing. Hmm. Mind will actually run an idea that some phenomenal thing is interested, interesting in order to lure you back into identification. Hmm. This is what it does. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You see, you can't have anything. This work is going to strip you of everything. I know, yeah, yeah, I know. Life does, life does too. Life yeah, yeah, does. life does, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but this will take life away too. Yeah. The idea of your life. Yeah. Your body, your experiences, you getting someplace. No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 okay. You're all right with that? Yeah, you're fine. Um, I don't, I don't, I am, I am, I don't know I am. You know, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Name my call, my call, and then I go. Yeah. It's me. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the name of the character. Yeah, yeah. Can you see that life uses the character, but it's not you? Yeah, what do I do? Okay. Yes. Okay. Let life use the character, and don't let it be you. Let life be lived through that form and have nothing to do with it. That's what's happening. But mind says, hold on now, can I own a few things here? I'll own my body, I'll own my thoughts, I'll own my life, and I'll own my car, my mortgage, and, that, 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 and my drama, and my... Oh, Jesus. And it gets thicker and thicker and thicker, huh? Yeah. You see? 
no ownership at all of the body, of the character, of the personality, of your life. Yeah. Yeah. No ownership. Now, it doesn't mean giving your yeah, no. car away to somebody. No. No. You know, I'm not talking yeah. about that. Like, yeah. That's normal life. This is the inside job. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's happening. Energy is moving through form. And then the, the, the fantasticness of manifestation has these concepts running through where life itself imagines that it's having itself, that it's having a life. So life imagines that it owns a life. So the ownership idea is just part of life. There is no ownership. And, and the capacity for it to be believed is built in to the idea of ownership. I find, I find that when I speak at all, um, that it's not smart, not smart to speak. That it doesn't, it's just words. It's, it's, it's tied in to concept and ideas yes. and things yes. more. But it does speak mm. better, mm. way better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, when you don't speak, and in that place, now start watching conceptual thought. Now start watching conceptual thought. Watch it like a hawk to see where are concepts being believed. <clears throat> Automatically believed. You, you, you know, that needs to be seen now. Where concepts are automatically being believed. Do you know? Yeah. So stop labeling. It's almost like giving a look at the flowers here, but, but there's nothing says they're flowers or nothing that says they're pretty or nothing says the color or nothing. Do you know? Are they seen or are they not seen? It's like you don't know. It's like you don't know. It might be registered in memory. Were there flowers there? You might go, oh yeah, there were. It's more like that, but it wasn't registered prior. But it's someplace in the brain. That's the brain doing its gig. <coughs> Conceptual thought is not needed. Thank you. <laughs> um, these flowers are just exquisite. Yes. Doesn't that register with Jack O'Keefe? You know, if there's somebody around, generally yes. But if 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 this Jack is physically alone, no. Really? It's like it's like there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing happening. There's nothing registering. There's nothing. Colors, like the colors are... It's just like, it's just like a radio on, you know? It's just like a radio on. It's not like I'm saying, oh, what's the song on the radio? Or what's the dialogue on the... It's like, there's a radio on, but I don't know what it's saying. It's like life is happening, but I, I, are they flowers? Or is that a wall? Or is that, that layer of labeling, it's not needed. It's not so, needed. So is there an experience of any sort when you walk in? I mean, when I saw the beautiful mm. color, mm. It, it, it's just in. It's, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, you, and, and when, when this Jack character walked in the door, it was like, oh, you've got a beautiful place. And da, da, da. It's, like, it's like this social skill just kicks in automatically. Mm. But mm -hmm. if you were by yourself, yeah. nothing would register. No, no. No, it doesn't register. Mm. Well, when you, you pick out clothes, you get dressed. You, yeah. How, how does that happen? Do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this 
character is blushing. Okay. <laughs> Before I go on a trip, it's like I have to put in a computer program. I literally make a list of what goes with what. I have to consciously kind of, okay, these jeans, what shirt, what, what, da, 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 da. And I make a list. And in my suitcase, there is a list of everything that goes with everything. It's like, it just doesn't work. It's the, it's the only way I can do it, because there would just, it just wouldn't happen. But it's not like I ever thought of that. It's like it just happened one day. It just happened, do you know? Where it left you. That's a good idea. Where the skill <laughs> came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try that one. Yeah, it is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's like a different type of compensation was needed by life, and it kicked in automatically. No one told me to make a list. It's just that there was like, oh, okay, I'm packing for a trip. And I'll be sitting on the bed like, and, and sure, movement will move the body. When it moves or nothing is moving or both can happen, do you know? And somehow a list got made one day. And, and now it's normal practice. I, I'm just trying to imagine what life must be like. It's not like anything. It's just life. Do you know? It's but, just but, energy moving. It's nothing. It's a movie. It's an illusion. It's not real. It's so, but if, if, if everything is the same, yeah. I, I mean, what comes up in my mind is boredom because everything is the same. But if you're running memory, you will have boredom. I see. Because you're comparing some moments to the next moments. You're already in linear time and you're running memory. Okay, drop the two of those. Okay. So then it's always fresh. Then it's always fresh. Yeah. Naturally fresh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good, that's good. You're that's good, that's good. You're comparing, comparing yeah. mind. Yeah, mind compares all the time. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. That has to be dropped at some yeah. point too. It's just how it is, you know? It is how it is. Yeah. How did you drop it? <laughs> it got yanked. It got yanked. Yeah. You can't do anything because you can do all the dropping in the world. You can, you know, do your conditioning, do, go to therapy. You can do all layers and layers. Go to satsang, see through your stuff. You know, okay. That's the work. That's the seeking work. And at the end of the day, the person doing this is the trouble. The one who's, you know, the seeker is the trouble. So how do you get rid of the one who's getting rid of himself or herself? I mean, I have very strong preferences. I'd rather have beautiful flowers than an ugly wall. Can you say that the character has preferences and well, not own it? Yeah, uh, I, I can say it, but I see it. <laughs> well, work on that then. Work on that. Loosening the and identity. Say, yes, the and say, wow, the character loves that now. Wow, isn't she a funny old one? <laughs> Do you know? Unless you get lighter about it. I have an idea. Yeah. Like purposefully put ugly flowers in their central thing. <laughs> just to do the opposite of what I think I like, what the character likes. Yeah. To play with it yes. is a way to, to loosen it. That's a way to loosen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But some characters, um, some characters or personalities bode well or they're, they're, they're kind of some way more relaxed when they're in a beautiful environment. This happens too, do you know? So if there's a character like that, then there will be a natural gravitational pull towards something that's beautiful. 
Okay, but if it's because there's desire or ownership of the preference, okay, then do what you're saying. Then, then you know, get kids to scribble all over your walls and see how you feel. <laughs> and let, let and sit with it and see what it brings up, huh? <laughs> so, how do you feel about relationships? Or what do you think about relationship? Or like, as in lover, or are people no, regularly? No, just relationship. Like, duality. <coughs> um, yeah. You're talking unity. If there's duality, or yeah. the, the, yeah. the um, illusion of duality, yeah, sure. then relationship is, yeah. there is no such thing as relationship. No. No, th th of course there's no such thing. But in the relative world, it's a word we have. So, in... so where does the relative world start and stop? It's only an, it's only a dream. It doesn't stop. Or, you know, it's only imagined. Um, by something imagining it. Well, you see, there isn't something imagining it. It's imagining itself. There's nothing outside of it. So it has to have its engine within itself. So there is only one thing, and then, so then there is no relationship at that point. No, there's no relationship at that point. But life has the capacity to have all these different layers going on. Is, is there then perhaps, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen when I croak, but um, <laughs> is there the possibility that the conundrum that I exist in or I'm using I, but even stepping back from that, the conundrum of the experience of non-judgment you know, and identity and all of that is something, because you're talking about it <coughs> yourself. Yeah. Um, so is there then this place where all of the things that we're talking about, the relationship and this is my my sense of things is that relationship is what we get from the time we're born until the time we die okay. what happens on either end of that maybe more relationship or it may not and okay. i don't know it may be immersion into non-duality sure but during the period and time is in that thing yeah. i don't know any of this another the place of relationship, when you said earlier, you might as well do something. Yeah. Um, in my, my sense of things, you know, my heart, um, it makes a difference as to what I actually do. And I okay. make, I, I, and, and everything that I do, in my, every, every bit of radiance that comes out of my heart is about relationships. So okay. it's about duality yes. in, in what I'm understanding. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, because, because okay. as, as long as there is a personal eye in there, there has to be relationship. There has to be, because... My, my thought is that there is no way to get away from relationship and therefore there's no way to get away from the personal I. It's not the I, that the personal I is a bad thing or a good thing, it is what it is, but if 
If I'm walking and alive, there's an I. It's a it's just what is. Okay. And, and if you're talking about what is, then there is relationship. And so then that becomes the experience. And it could be a relationship with, you know, my ego and all sorts of other things. So Yeah, but but okay, so everything everything is valid some of the time. Everything has currency at some layer of awareness, consciousness, even personal awareness. Everything has currency someplace. And relationship is valid within a particular context. Outside of that context, it would be seen that it's not valid. That it's just an idea. That it's just a mechanism for the individual I to... to, to mm. Yeah, to engage. Thank you. Do you see? So it's, it's within a particular context, but it feels like that you've given it kind of more cred than, than, than what it needs. <coughs> so is that place from the heart, is that not real? It's just another mechanism that works for a while. Everything works for a while. It all has to go. The heart too, you know? It's, it's all just different ways of living and different experiences, and sure, they're fine, but eventually mm -hmm. they'll all be stripped from you, all of them. <coughs> When's that when you croak? <laughs> no, that's only when the body dies. Uh huh. And then you're, you're still it's still more to strip after that. Well, perhaps. who knows? See, that's that's the place that I go to. Okay. So, I, so, so why not so, strip it now? Why is the dependency on croaking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, it's not on croaking. It's what's now. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the important part. Drop the personal line now. Yeah. Don't mind about relationships. That's part of the personal life. <coughs> Drop the relationships? Drop the personal eye because relationships, don't mind relationships because that's the part of the personal eye gig that works within a particular framework that you've given value to. So it's anchoring the personal eye. It's what are the personal eye instead of trying hmm. to pull apart relationship? Well, my, my, well, I may be wrong here, but my sense is that relationship is one of the jewels of existence. Ah, we have attachment. <laughs> um, if something has a value, it's sticky. Um, then the personal I, or, or no, then the thing that you're talking about has no value. Yes. And when everything is a valueless, um, that's, you know, that may be where I get someday. It seems to me that's... No, what's wrong with now? Why are you, why are you putting it out there? Um, um, let's see. Now is... <laughs> the, no, no, fine, yeah, sure, fine, but but the idea. I'm, I'm still, um, um, you know, thinking about relationship. Okay. Okay. And and if that it, if relationship is real at all, if no, it's not real at no. all. No, it's the, real at a certain level. It's valid some of the time. Everything is valid some of the time, but you will have to drop it. Because the value that you've given to it, or the filter that you perceive life through, seems to be around relationship. It's like you're viewing life through it. It's more a fundamental thing for you. Mm -hmm. It's like that will be stripped from you. Of course it will. You might as well just drop it. It'll be so, less painful. So there, are, so there are. So relationship is something I should not engage in. No, let it happen. Don't <coughs> value. Of course it'll happen. Life oh, isn't the problem. Oh, okay. It's the, yeah. it's the conceptual thinking. stuff. It's the thinking is the problem.
Mm -hmm. How do you drop the personal lie? <clears throat> yeah. When you say drop the personal lie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I get a sense that I just can't choose to do that. It has yeah. to drop on its own somehow. Okay. That's the sense okay. I get. But yeah, you see, everybody's <clears throat> different. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, can you go to the impersonal? Can you go to the observer? Yes. The impersonal eye? Yes. Okay. All right. Then, this actually, neurologically, the more time that's spent in the observer, and you can't stay there. You know, it's like pulling back right. into the observer and bloody hell you're in again and you're pulling yeah, back. And it's always about pulling back into the observer. You can't, it's not sustainable. But when, if a lot of time is spent in the observer, it's like your mind loses the wiring. It loses the ability mm -hmm. to be stuck mm -hmm. into the personal eye. So it does break down some neurological pathways. It mm -hmm. does. It helps. That helps for sure. Will it guarantee it? Not at all. But it helps. That's all you can do. That's you the can, best that's the best you can do. Is whenever, it's whenever identification is running, stop. Now, then, if, if you can go prior to the personal eye, that's, that's fireworks on the neurological pathways. Prior to the person. Impersonal eye, the I am. If you, can, if you can go prior to that, if there's a split in the matrix, some people get a glimpse or, I know Adi Shanti calls that awakening or, you know, I tend to call it a glimpse. Yes. You know, if there's a crack, where there's nothing and you only know afterwards that there was nothing. Do you know that one? Yeah. I don't know if I know that one. Okay. Yeah, you'd know it if you, if you knew it. And the, okay. <laughs> Prior to the impersonal. Yeah, it's like, for some, it's kind of behind it. For Jack, it was like, it was behind it and sometimes it was beneath it. It was like, drop to the very bottom of the ocean. Drop that. Drop the observer. <clears throat> With dropping the observer, the impersonal eye, be like... Just kind of watching that also, I mean, in a way. Yeah, um, if, if you're watching that, it's the observer playing at observing itself. Okay. A gap sometimes comes for people. Same thing as like the who am I question. That really makes a crack in this illusion for people. You know? Would that be this sense of um, urgency that seems to be there a lot? Oh, good. There's a sense of urgency. No, oh, a sense of urgency is a sense, sense of urgency. Of urgency. Okay. Uh, Fine. Nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just there. It's just, there. It's just cranking up. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and it's sometimes a, a, a real genuine um, terror will arise out of it. Ah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to lose myself. Yes, completely. you are. You are, yeah. And there's a little terror there. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Where do you sit yeah. with surrender? Hmm? Where do you sit with surrender? Uh, probably in just observing it all. Okay. I wonder if, if, if you played with the idea of surrender for a while. I'm, I'm interested in the terror, right? So if there's, if there's that urgency, and it sometimes leads to terror. Then we've got, the terror is an existential fear, okay? It's a fear of not existing. So it's, it's very raw, raw, raw fear. Mm. If that layer of raw fear is there and you know the trigger to it, <coughs> and the trigger to it is from the urgency, and it's like, whoa, I'm gonna disappear altogether. At that moment, two things can happen. You can either deal with the existential fear and cancel it out, or, or you can feed the existential fear by feeling it and contract everything. And existential fear is the most potent thing to bring back the personal eye. It's really potent. I mean, fear is like, mm -hmm. it works. Mm -hmm. 
If you're buying into fear, it works. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the second the fear comes up, or even when the urgency is there, prior to the fear coming up, just say, I give it to you. I give it to you. I give it back to source, to consciousness, to life, whatever you want to call it. Surrender. Yeah. Really surrender. Say, just take it all. Take it all. Take it all. You can have it all. Totally, totally take everything. Completely, with your heart, surrender. Use it like an anchor, you know? Yeah. 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 Because otherwise you're going to go into this loop of existential fear. Mm. That'll keep you quite bound for a while. Mm. It's, it's pure fuel for the personal lie. Mm. That's what it is, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, In the uh, beginning, I would try to do something about that, you know? Like maybe just get up and go do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To turn TV on, go for a walk, whatever. So you're going to give mind something else to think about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, no, I go after it. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Deal with it with, you know. Yeah. Cut it off. Uh, and this is cracking that sense of personal lie and I take it. Yeah, we're just doing it by the back door, you know. We're loosening the things that are fuel for the personal lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel confused or stuck or I don't really know the word. So... I'm going through this huge thing with my parents. It's really huge. Okay. And there are all of these feelings. Then there's all this peace and freedom and compassion. And there are these feelings. And then there's all this peace. And I kind of don't know what to do. Okay. In a way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to start out, start out the life bit. Because if there feels if there's the two, then the peace is not actually going to lead to a breakthrough. Not that it always does, but it usually does. You know, because it's 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 kind of like like a, like a zone. It's like mind is pulled back. No, it's pulled I don't inside. I really care about the breakthrough, though. Yeah, perfect. I just perfect. Kind of go. I think I'm really mad. Okay. I think I'm really <laughs> betrayed, but I'm not really so betrayed. All right. Okay. Kind of like. Okay, this is, a, this is a great example. It's a real tricky one that mind does. Because what it does is it has the inside and it has the outside world. And when the outside is, you know, it, it, it jumps from one to the other. And what it will do will keep both frozen. Because it's not dealing with either one deeply, honestly, or thoroughly. That's what it'll do. It's like, it's like it has a trapdoor had trapdoor it's like nah 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 that's not really what's going on this is and all it's do it's 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 like it's got a sophisticated denial program running mm-hmm. so the thing is to really stick with the feelings with the real gungy stuff around your parents stay with it it's like yeah there's an awareness someplace that this is fine but i'm going to do this first until it's fine on the outside and the outside and the inside will line up whereas at the minute mind is using both to play off each other and as a result, you, you're, 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 of course you're saying you're stuck. That's why. Yeah, I kind of feel like... That's right. That's right. You have a foot in both camps. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Go into the world one and really get clean. Be brutally self-honest. Be really clean with the outside world. Yeah, there's skills to be learned there or a new level of integrity for you to drop into mm-hmm. and it will line up with the internal. Can yeah. you say a little more about the new level of, of integrity there? 
you, you will learn things about how you operate when you really jump into your, your feelings and the drama of being human. There's something to be learned there. Some depth of something to be explored. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm struggling. Door for some air. Request to open a door for air? Okay. Uh huh. I'm struggling with um, the need for emotional attachment in a relationship. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And I know, like, part of me knows that I can't expect that from someone. Okay. But then a part of me is like the more detached that person is, the more that part is wanting that. Do you want to be special? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's that part that wants recognition and wants to be seen. Yes. That's what an ego trades on. Yeah. And I can, like I can sense that, I can sense the sort of non, I don't know, substance to it. But there's this really, really deep yearning to Um. feel really deeply with someone and want to be felt by someone emotionally. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wonder if this is about intimacy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To really know someone. You're really talking about knowing yourself. Because when when there is a desire for intimacy, it's actually intimacy with yourself. We mirror it through people. Mm -hmm. Do you know? We just run it through somebody else in order to be able to ah, rest when you're with somebody, to completely relax. Mm -hmm. When you're intimate with somebody, you relax in their presence. And the thing is, our world has set it up that you it's like as if you're only allowed to do this when you're with somebody else. Do you know? Well, I, c- I can't do it with anyone else. That's the thing. Uh-huh. I can, I can Good. only do it by myself. Good. And can you and do it to yourself? Yeah. it's, it's So why do you need freeing. to do it externally? Because it's like somehow a blind spot for uh. me. I really want, I want to be in relationship because I can really do it by myself. And it's not... Because you can. Yeah. 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 It's easy for me. Okay. To go there by myself. Okay. But I keep getting drawn back into relationship okay and wanting that in relationship like it's some sort of missing mm. link mm. gosh it sucks. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a bit of a bind mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Why would mind come up with that now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could naturally be by myself or naturally be in a relationship, but it's it's like that stuck thing. It's like not really fully in either. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, okay, okay, okay. I wonder if it's this. Um, I wonder if it's, there's a validation of the personal eye, of the ego eye. There's a validation of it when it's reflected through somebody else. Intimacy with yourself you can do, but it's not visible in some way. The visibility part of intimacy is missing and you're running it through relationship. There's a visibility component. 
like and the visibility makes it valid authentic in some way makes it more real mm -hmm. so that ego that yeah it is yeah. it's like it's like a bit of wiring i can see it now it's like a bit of wiring that you're running that's something it's it's and what it actually is is the pull to experience it's you know at, at the bottom level that's that's usually the glue for most egos for most personal eyes mm -hmm. is that the the love of experiencing you'll experience anything to keep the show going just experiencing because you feel mm -hmm. alive or manifestation feels alive and it's just addicted to this freaking feeling do you see? Okay, so it's around that, that, that pull to experience something. It's like you can do the intimacy with yourself, but the experiential part, when you run it through somebody else, it's got a different taste because it's being experienced in some way. You see? And it's the value on experience that is keeping this running. It's like the, it, the experiential component expands because there's two of you doing it and it's being met. Do you see? Mm -hmm. But it's not doing it because I'm not feeling that from that other person. I'm not feeling the experience or the intimacy or the connection. This is what happens when, when you start seeking, no? Is that it, yeah. everything goes belly up, yeah. you know? I mean, life is not going to deliver. That's sure if it delivered, every, every desire would be satisfied and you just keep churning out more desires. And it's like, okay, the desire is there and it's not being satisfied. Great, beginning of a breakdown. <laughs> Do you see? Yeah. Oh, you look disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it's as it should be, I guess. Of course. Yeah. Is, what's running now? Pity me or something? Um, it's as it should be, but. Yeah, but. Something I'm missing. Yeah. 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 This work, this path, if you're sitting in satsang, you're going to be destroyed. <laughs> Everything is going to be taken from you. Now, you can be sad if something is taken, or you can celebrate. Celebrate the stripping away. Celebrate it, huh? She's got a face going, hmm. <laughs> She's not buying it at all. She's not going there. Yeah, but what, what, I missed the first part of what you said. Say it again. Uh, isn't, it not, isn't it important for her just to be real with that she feels some sadness as opposed to trying to force this that she should celebrate? Well, it's up to herself. All I can do is point an arrow. If she picks it up or doesn't pick it up. But you see, but you see the more she stays with the sadness, the way her wiring is, sorry to talk about you as if you're not here, because <laughs> you're not really. But <laughs> the... the, the, the <laughs> The wiring that she'll run is kind of self-pity because there's a potential here to wallow in sadness. So if she dwells in the feeling of missing something, man, she's going to have a field day. That's, that's her wiring. She's nodding. <laughs> you see? So, so, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, don't, you, you've got to spot that pattern in yourself, no? Because what you'll do is you'll set up scenarios that will give you an opportunity to feel sad for yourself. And then you just make drama out of it and the ego fattens. So you're feeding the ego and, and life is doing its best to break it up and show you the game that you're buying into. But yet you're feeding it. 
But is it really even about, it's not really even relevant about in what we call relationship or not, right? I mean, that's not really on the table for her. Even though it's no, it's not about relationship. She's exactly. she's running a loop in her own mind. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's she's not, not flowing even, with the with right. With she's putting it on as about this thing yeah. showing up in relationship. Yeah. but it really has nothing. No, to nothing do. at all to There's do with no partners. There's no outcome we know right now in this moment no. about are you with or not with her. Right. Oh no, it's nothing to do with a partner exactly. at all. That's nothing at all to do with the partner. Nothing. Right. It's got to do with the pull to experience and the and the the wiring that allows her to feel sorry for herself and something in mind gets fed by that. They're the two things you've got to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh So what brings you here? An invitation. I wouldn't go anywhere if there wasn't an invitation. Just... What would you do if you had no invitation? (laughs) What would the body be doing? Yeah. I know. I mean, you must have days to yourself. Yeah, not a lot. (laughs) Uh, Really, not a lot. Um, But when they do happen, I spend a lot of it in bed. Yeah, I spend a lot of it in bed, just lying there. No feeling to get up and do do things. No, you have to go for a pee and you have to cook. Yeah. And that, that would move yeah. the body then, you know? <laughs> but like, oh yeah, I'll go there today. I mean, forget it. Like, no. A nod time, there'd be a, a pull to some place. A nod time, but, like, but, but I probably wouldn't get there. There'd be a pull. It's like, oh God, you know? Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm going to go to the beach today. And it wouldn't happen at all. What does your family say about what's happened to you? Gosh. You might have to talk to them about it. They talk to each other ad nauseum about, about this Jack character, and I'm not interested at all. It started off with one sister sending a priest to me to be extra, because I was doing Literally, like. And then the priest was completely hungry, you know, and he. I wanted to know what's going on. I wanted to know what's going on. He emailed me for about three years, like. So, a few of them now are, 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 are getting into non dual work. There's three of them out of six of them that, that are interested in non-dual work now. Mm. I'm not interested. You know, they will or they won't. That's their path, huh? So it, it, it doesn't impact you, their feeling about you and this change that's occurred. But sure, that's just opinions. Everybody has an opinion about everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in them. Why would I be interested in them? They're just opinions. They're and a dime a dozen. emotional body doesn't feel anything about it. I wouldn't even register it. doesn't register No, I wouldn't register anything. Mm-hmm. It's like... Don't register a lot, you know, mm. unless it's actually an activity that's going on, or like like organically we ended up making a, a, a CD, a chanting CD yesterday and the day before, and by God it happened, you know, mm. and it was like okay it'll happen or it won't, and click 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 click, life made it happen, do you know, and and there'll probably be a follow through now to bring that to fruition. And, and, there isn't, there isn't. And that was the same as anything else. Doing that was exactly the same yes. as anything else. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So how would you describe life? That's what's doing. So it's just a movement of energy. Mm-hmm. Life is just movement. That's all it is, movement. Movement of energy as well. Yeah, or just movement itself, you know? Conceptions of movement, but uh, okay. energy as well. And, you know, yeah, using sure. words, words, sure. satsang, and satsang sure. is just satsang, but it's yeah. not yeah, yeah, I get it. But, um, <laughs> um, so, 
you know, the idea of life just moving itself. And, you know, I, I wake up some mornings and, you know, I feel pulled and I don't go that way. Yeah. Um, but I also feel pulled to certain things at times. Yeah. And, you know, the idea of being glad. I mean, you may be glad that you did this CD and how it turned out. And no. 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 <laughs> why do you bother to do it? Because it happened. Mm. Do you know? It, it, there was nobody bothering to do it or there was no desire to do it or no... It was just... It's, it just kind of happened. Like, coming here just kind of happens, you know? Well, you say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, a yes, so, a yes usually so something, arises. something in you says yes. Something in me says yes, yeah. What's that? Personality. So you, Personality is so, like dynamic. So and your life run, your, well, not your life. But sure. Your, fine. your journey is about personality because that's how it works. There's or, no journey. You know, I don't know, personality, personality, there's a Jack personality like in the, in the movie, you know, that's. Yeah. Those and things. so it has its own flavor and its own activities and and it generally says yes <laughs> do you see um, there's no more depth to it than that there isn't well in speaking to myself or uh -huh. how he said well where do you go with relationship or that uh -huh. kind of so you're you're addressing me uh-huh um I don't know if I can get this clear or not. Um, I'll have to sit on that one. Okay. Yeah. I have a question for you, Jack. Okay, and then we'll go here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, I've noticed my, my, my first language is Spanish, all right? So okay. I'm going to try to do my best with the English sure. language. Sure. Uh, I noticed since... Uh, I was a teenager that I suffer from a lot of depression, anxiety, you know. Yeah. But I also have the, the memories of me being a child and don't have any recollection of those things. So being like a happy child. Okay. Mostly when I was with my grandparents uh, in the countryside. Okay. And then I start to exploring uh, well, when I was a teenager, I tried to cope with that by doing alcohol, drugs, all these kind of things yeah. because it was very hard to, to live with this depression and anxiety. And then uh, I came here to United States uh, 12 years ago. I'm from Cuba. And uh, I was involved in doing yoga in Cuba. So I met a yoga teacher. I came here to the United States. And she introduced me to Vipassana meditation, and I started doing Vipassana and knowing a little bit about the life of Buddha, these kind of things. And I did this Vipassana meditation like crazy. Okay. Know? I went with a lot of retreats and a lot of retreats and a lot of retreats. Even if it was miserable, really, because it was really miserable. <laughs> 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 the, the nine or ten days, you feel released. But 
thinking you feel released because you are happy because you are going home. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't really know. Sure, but sure. But in the, the, the period of the, from the first to the four or five days, misery. And uh, so after doing that a lot, then, then I come back home and then I do more and more and more. And then I exhaust myself in doing these things, meditation on meditation. Uh. I start feeling like, a, oh my God, I have been using this meditation thing to in the same way that I was using alcohol and drugs. Yes, yes, yes. very good. Absolutely. Yes. yes. The same scene. It became another obsession. Another obsession. Uh -huh. The same scene. To, because it was really hard to be with me. Uh -huh. you know, very hard to be with me, with the pain to be with me. Yes. Not even with the memories, because I know, and then I start exploring psychotherapies, and then I know about my sure. crazy mom and my crazy dad. Sure, Grace. Grace, you went into it. Good. And um, but then, uh, still, there is a, came the non-dual thing, mm. you know? Mm. And then I start grabbing the non-dual non thing, like the alcohol, like the alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> like the And I start watching uh, people in the internet, I, I watch a lot of wonderful people that really yeah, touch yeah. me. Yeah. And they all are saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there are some that touch me. Sure. And I discovered you not too long ago uh, in the internet. And uh, the moments that I have experienced what, uh, what the people will call freedom or something like that, have been moments that they, they meet that I think they have been not there at all. Yes. So just like uh, three days ago, I just was sitting in the sofa and just a laugh come out of me. Yes. And, and the recognition of something that I was seeing for first time. Yes. And that happened several times in the course of the life that I have been here in the United States and doing all this meditation and all this search. Those moments I have been not there. Those moments happen. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. And uh, still I feel like a, there is a strong force that is pulling a magnet. Yes. That is pulling me back to the depression and to the anxiety mm. and um, mm. and I feel like uh, because I have experienced those glimpses of mm. being free you know and then you get attached to those things that yes. don't happen to you anyway but looks like they are happening to you yes. <laughs> and uh, and I feel like uh, feel now like uh, everything is narrowing yes narrowing and, uh -huh. and I see I see with more uh, clarity that force that is pulling me toward not being free and uh, I feel panic I feel scared of that start like four years ago I I was having a relationship with a woman and I say to her you know I discovered that uh, the fact that I was with you was so fake. I was with you because I don't want to be with myself. 
Yes. <laughs> and also, she was a reflection of the self that I want. I don't want to be with. Yes. So I, I, I say, okay, yes, I cannot do this. But at the same time, um, so then I started when when I dis when I made the decision that I don't think that I made the decision. That one made the decision. Okay. That of saying, okay, I want to be with my, I want to be by myself. Okay. What's that one again? You know, saying, yes. no, I want you to be with me. Yes. That ego, whatever they yes. want to call it. You know? Yes. Saying again, no, no, no. Is that? I don't want you to be happy. No, neither with you, neither with somebody else. I want just to be with me. With that ego, whatever it is. I don't know, see, I explain it clearly. Do you understand what I'm I saying? I think I do, yeah. I think I yeah? do. Because it is a way that I can have this. It's like a part of me that is living with me that it doesn't want me to be free. Oh, I have an investment in, yes. in this self. It's you know? more like this. Yeah, yes. the self that, that, that is miserable, the self that is suffering. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, investment in that. Yes. And any movement yes. that I do is leading me again to that merry-go-round. It's just like whatever you do, and, uh, it's like tricking me all the time. And now I have a little bit of capacity to see it, to see it uh, arising. And okay, very it. good. You've got some distance from it. Some distance, but again, again, the distance, in the distance, yeah. I notice that there is an investment because it's not really real witness. You uh -huh. It's like a, I'm witnessing whatever is happening, uh -huh. but at the same time, this witnessing uh. Uh, doesn't want to feel what I'm feeling. Okay. You know? Okay. So there's uh, not the back of the back or whatever uh, the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. You're, you're, you're one foot still stuck in the story. So what if you went into this drama and anxiety and depression? What if you just went into it and said, okay, I'm going to sit with this and see what's at the bottom of it? What well, if you went when, into it? Well, when, when that happens, it's, uh, it's very strong and I feel fear. Like uh, mm. the, the three days ago that I was mm. having this odd about love, what I yeah. think was love. Yeah. Because I have this uh, something. Sure. Immediately, not immediately, but after one minute or two, I started feeling in a strong agitation that was way bigger than what I had when I have normal panic attacks. Okay. It was, like, <gasps> yeah. it was overwhelming. Yeah, did you stop it? Well, I tried to control it. I tried to control it because uh, it's like uh, the sense of... It's, it's like... Uh, it's like the sense of I'm going to lose identity. Yeah. Or it's also the sense that I am afraid of leaving what is familiar to me. Yeah. And what is familiar have been misery. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to live with the misery, but this is what is familiar. Yeah. And so you want it and you don't want it. I want it and I have fear, you know, because the thing is that I made the I make a strong relation. I have thinking about this, and I'm making a strong relation with uh, 
letting go and abandonment. Yeah, yeah. Those uh -huh. have a strong uh -huh. relation with me because uh -huh. I felt that I was abandoned uh -huh. by my parents. Well, that would cause depression, yes. Yeah, yeah. And yes. then uh, when I had the sense of letting go what is familiar, yeah. what, what is coming is abandoned. Okay. And Go into it, feel it, go into all of this. Like when, when you see something like this and if you can observe it and cleanly observe something, fine. You're probably done with it and you just need to break the habit because habit is what mind does really well. But from what you're saying, you're not done with it. You kind of want to avoid it a bit and it's like go into it. Go into it. Why not? Because the fear is very intense. Go into the fear and find out what the fear is. I wouldn't be saying this to you unless you had some breaks in the, in the dream. Mm. It's because you've had some breaks in the dream, you won't get lost in it. You'll get lost in it for a while. Man, I don't know how to do that without avoiding to do it. I don't really... I, I, mean, I mean, I, I would not have the... I see myself uh, wishing, uh, wanting... Yeah. To do this. Yeah. You know? And at the same time, when when the the, the great panic or whatever yeah. come, yeah. it's like a whoa, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. Let it have you. Let it have you. Pray for courage and let it have you. Have courage, huh? That's what's missing here. Yeah, courage. Trust, courage. Trust in the the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's just courage. That's all you need. Everything else is in place. But that. But it was after mm. with courage. Uh, some uh, in order to have courage, trust must be there. I don't. No, I don't agree. Don't agree. Don't agree. Yeah. That's right. Because what are you going to trust? You're only going to trust an idea that there is God or a divine plan or what are you going to trust? It's just bringing in another concept. It's just to be willing to, to completely disappear in the not, the, the not knowing thing. Okay. And, and of course for that there is no trust because... No, there's no trust. There's nothing to trust. where am I going to go anyway. There is nothing to trust. At this point there is nothing to trust. There is nothing No. There is nothing trustworthy. Because it's only just going to be another idea. So, of course. So, it's, it's just to be willing to die. Yes. It's willing to die. You, it takes a bit of courage. That's what you've got to work on. It's like your system is trying to develop another quality, and it's called courage. It's uh -huh. trying to develop courage. Yeah. It needs to develop courage. That's the experience that's running through that form that needs to be had. And, and how... How can I develop the courage? Just to, to be... Pray for it is a good way to do it. Okay. Just to have an intention to have the courage. Yes. 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 So that when something happens, it's like, okay, okay, I have courage to go into this black hole or I have courage for this energy to just... Blow this body into pieces all over the walls, so what? But the courage to do either. This because is what's needed. Believe me, when I got when I got the glimpses of what is that, yeah. when I have had the glimpses yes. of what is that, yeah. there is nothing that I want most than that. Yeah. 
This is what it is. Yeah, yeah. This is the, the, yeah, that's the paradox, huh? Uh, yeah. It's wanted and it's not wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Knocks on your door and you're like, not yet, not yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Courage. Courage. That's the key. <coughs> Thank you so much. Sure, no problem. There was a gent down here. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm curious about this energy we call imagination. Yeah. Which seems to be the original sin, in a sense, of, of creating this I, this me. And so I... Over the years, to me as a, as a meditator, it seemed to be, you know, this thing that I wanted to let go of. But as an artist, it, it's like the lifeblood of, of being an artist, of being a creative person. You know, if you're a painter, a writer, or whatever. Uh. And so maybe, you know, I, I'm curious as to how you look at it. You know what it's like for you. It is is it even a concept for you? Um, and you know, it seems like such. As I pushed it away, I realized, no, this is such an intrinsic part of who we are as human beings. You know, children are totally engrossed in their imagination, and and the same with an artist. Yes. So it just seems like a conundrum. <laughs> Um, but maybe I'm attaching too much, too much to it, I don't know. For you, does your art come from imagination or is imagination an interpretation of art itself? For you? Is imagination an interpretation of art itself. Of art, itself. <coughs> is art is like the essence of art. Is it an independent thing? And then imagination taps into that and that's your filter. That's your interpretive essence to create your art. Or, or is the source of the art your imagination, really? I like to think of it it's as the source. You, know, you like to think of it. Which is real? What's, what, what is it, though, for you? Move out the preference and feel into it. Well, I think... I'm not sure I grasped the, the first question, but for me it's like the, the imagination can become a, a solidified thing. Yes. And then there's attachment. <coughs> yes. There, there's attachment to the idea or, or the fantasy or whatever. Uh, there's desire with that, you know. Um, and then there's very pure states of imagination where you're where actually in the moment it's breathing itself into the world. Ah. You know. Ah. In a very much of a flow. But it, it's still coming from this, this imaginative sense, uh, this you know, yes. conceiving yes. worlds. Very good. Wow. And then it can go between all of that. Yeah. You can dance between. Yeah. You can get stuck or you can get free. Yeah. You know, that's why it's a beautiful spiritual path. Creativity shows you your blocks. Yeah. And how to move through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> um. 
So how this brain has heard what you're saying is that it's like you, you've, you've, you've tapped into the... Mm, can I say that everything is a frequency? You know what I mean? That everything vibrates at a... At, you know, it's, it's all energy. Everything can be broken down to energy. And then when it manifests as something different, it's obviously moving. The atoms are moving at a different speed and this gives it a frequency. Okay. So it's, it's like the frequency of imagination something in you is tuned into it. It's the actual essence of imagination. It's not like human imagination. You're not talking about normal imagination. You're talking about the frequency of imagination itself, which is like a, um, uh, the embryo of consciousness, you know, of, of all that can manifest, if I can just say consciousness being all that can manifest. So it's like you have the capacity to, something in your system tunes into that frequency. And it will either get contaminated by the personal eye with desires and ownership, or, or actually it's going to breathe itself into existence, which is what the phrase you used. Yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> That's what you do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're tuning into a frequency. So it's not your imagination, you see? This isn't your imagination. You just have the capacity to align with the frequency of the essence of imagination, of raw imagination itself, which is not, it is not an imagination. It is... The frequency. Right. And yet people, you know, write novels and, and just get totally absorbed in this frequency. And it, it can just take them over. Um, you know, you know, I don't know about that. Like, where you make art from, it's, that's, that's not the norm. That's not the norm. People use it for all kinds of upchucking, <laughs> processing. They use it for all kinds of things. It's oh, yeah. different things for different people. Yeah. It's escapism yeah. for some. It's, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. keep to your own, keep to your own yeah. frequency of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's more true what I, for me, for what I had said before. Yes. There's these two ways of going. And yes. Everything in between. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the, the, if it's a spiritual practice then, the, the arrow that I'd be presenting, and if you take it, you take it, if you don't, you don't, is, is to, to tune into, get, get still, and align yourself with imagination. And then, okay, now, now in comes religion and it says, well, you know, let my, my arms and my feet do whatever they're going to do. You have to come in with your own wisdom. You have to come in with your own discernment. You see, that's, that's the component that, that needs to be developed when, when this type of artwork is your spiritual path. You have to have discernment. And creating art from the other place, forget about it. Forget about it. That's, that's, that's fine if you wanted to make it work in the world or you could be market-driven or you can be whatever, desire-driven. Forget it. That's, that's right. bullshit. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> most of the uh, teachers that I've met have been very likable. <laughs> <laughs> but there's... Um, there is an ingredient, I guess, you know, I, 
I'm, I'm learning even what are concepts, but one of the things that arises in my mind very frequently is the word insanity. Yeah. Because when, when um, Byron Katie can say of her husband, who is rather abusive, that she has the marriage from heaven and he has the marriage from hell, I feel this is insanity. In, I mean, to me, it, it's a form of insanity because I feel she had a marriage from hell. Mm. Not, you know, and, mm. and, and, you know, I understand that Ramana Maharshi went into such a state of bliss that the insects eating his body, it, it didn't matter. Mm. Uh, but there's this, this thing of, of, of not mattering, nothing matters, everything's mm -hmm. equal. Yes. That to me borders on insanity okay. that I, I pull back from. Okay. It does border on insanity if you look at it from the subjective mind. Because it's like, that's nuts. It, as, if, as if there was a choice, as if there were options, but those things were gone. So for example, with Ramana, um, um, he could feel the rats biting, biting his skin, but he couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't. His body was just locked in this position. It's not that he thought, oh, there's rats biting my skin. So what? He actually, it, the capacity to do something about it was gone. Now, then, then when, when he dropped through and came out the other side and was able to talk about it, do you know, when there was no Ramana <laughs> and, and, and the physical experience could be spoken about it, it was then that, that he said, I was starving, but I, I was physically starving. And sure, if somebody didn't bring me food, the capacity to talk was gone, the, the capacity to self-care went. And it very often goes for people. There's a period of time where it goes. It can be a few days, it can be a couple of years. Do you know? So, so... And after that, it's only after the falling through do you see that it's actually same, same, because the labeling is broken. It's not that the labeling is there and you're choosing to say, well, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's actually doesn't matter because the labeling isn't telling you otherwise. Mm -hmm. You see, it's a layer of, of, of mind that gets burnt off. You don't have the capacity to see bad or good. So let's go to Romano. Yeah. And the, and the insects and the rodents biting him. Yeah. To me, this is a horrible, I mean, for, for me to... Phenomenally, like, yes. Yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah. So, what am I missing? I mean, what... Yeah. I don't know what I'm missing. Okay, when there's you and there's Ramana, and this is an event, it's in the phenomenal world. And so the, the mind is telling you, this is a phenomenal thing, and I'm a person who likes nice things, so I don't like this. Correct. All right? Okay. So the capacity with which that perspective is running breaks. Because all awakening is, is a shift in perspective. Yeah, so that, to me, borders on insanity. Well, maybe it's insanity then. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but I put... I wonder if a lot of teachers, speakers, whatever, would say that actually believing there's a personal eye is, in, is the insanity. It probably is the flip, yeah. you know? Well, I can see that that's true, but I, it's just about going over to that, you know, to that non-I. Yeah. That, you know, it's sort of like going back into early, early, early infancy when, when it's all equal. I mean, I do feel that we're born and 
yes. you know, shit and whatever. Sure. It's, 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 but I would have to mentor, you know, I mean, when I, when I lived through this recent trip to London, I, the only way I could even imagine embracing it was going back into infancy. Yes. Where I had, I didn't have that discrimination. Okay. But that discrimination is so strong in this yes. being here. Yes, but you have a little way, a trick now for switching it off, which is going back to infancy. Well, in my mind, I know that I was an infant once. Yes. And, and that I, I, I see how infants are. Yeah. And, and I have that capacity. Okay. So, but to me, it still borders on madness. Yeah, I'm madness kidding. is good. <laughs> really, you know, don't be afraid of madness. It's fine. Let insanity come. I think I'm just a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's put up. It's given a value as yeah. not going there. Yeah. You know, and from I didn't know that about Byron Katie, but from what you say, it sounds like, you know, an abusive relationship that that you call a gift from heaven is because it breaks down your ego. You know, if 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 mind is immature or the ego is immature an abusive relationship will damage the ego and it will need to be repaired but if there's a maturity there and the ego is pretty whole then an abusive relationship will knock chunks off it in a way that that is a spiritual way well i'm not quite sure um you know i i don't know the the, the intimacy of, of what she was yeah. saying but she said that if she saw anything less than perfect, she yeah. suffered. Yeah, very and good. I, I think I don't quite <coughs> yeah. mean. So if she was, it's not that she, she bought one, uh, I'm, I'm just taking it literally, I don't know the situation, but I'm going to take that as a literal example, whether it happened or not, it doesn't matter. But it's a good example. So whether, it's, it's not that she said, oh, I'm going to drop the, the idea of judging and I'm going to buy the idea of perfection. Mm -hmm. It's that when judgment actually, it's not buying a new one. It's that perfection, the perspective that all is perfect is there. There's an overlay on top of it of I don't like and it shouldn't be like this and this is not perfect. So what, in that example, what you're talking about is this one burning off. What's organically there being the only one, the only perspective that's running. Not a replacement of one to another. That's the new age movement. We replace one concept with another. That's why that doesn't work. You have to leave it after a while. Do you see? She left the marriage. So, yeah. I mean, if it was from heaven, why did she leave? Because it was there to break down the ego. Because it was he a gift left, to break actually. down the yeah, ego. He left. He left, okay. He left? Mm -hmm. I thought she left. This is the second marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, the second marriage. Oh, I, okay. The second marriage. I'm talking about the second marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not her third, her second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that's just the flow of it, no? I mean, yeah, she likes to. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, when something is breaking your ego, of course it's a gift from heaven. It's torture for the personality, but, but it's a gift from heaven. It is, of course. Somehow, it, with this mind, I yeah. can't embrace that. I, just, yeah. I have such an aversion to a yeah. bad relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the layer of judgment, you know? Yeah. It's, it's coming strong. up in another way. It's the yeah. same thing you spoke about half an hour ago now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Seeing good and bad and pleasant and not pleasant. That filter has to go. It's not, it's not, instead of seeing things as not nice, I'm going to see them as nice. That is not going to help at all. It's just buying one concept and replacing one with another. It's not it. It's like underneath this, there is perfection. And I'm just using an overlay.
to see it as nice or ugly. If, you, if, if that perspective, if that can be seen, if you can get a distance to see how mind is running that yeah, yeah. filter, yeah, that would strong. be great. Yeah, but I, I do hear it. Great, hear it. Yeah. great, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The realm you're talking about is we can't get there with our brain. No, ordinary consciousness, okay. no. So, so you've got you've got all of our brain working. Yeah. And my my brain finds a lot of faults with the way things are going and wants to go somewhere else. Okay. What? makes that, can a brain make that decision to connect with that? Is it the force that you're talking about, the realm that you're talking about, that pushes the brain realm towards the... Do, do you know, this This might or might not be a useful sorry, way of, this, this might be a useful way of explaining. To somebody, some, I remember reading this years and years and years ago about this, uh, a way to understand the brain in terms of the thinking mind and the working mind. The working mind isn't the problem. The working mind is the thing that will always show you how to drive a car. Right. But the thinking mind is the thing that burns out. Yes. Now, you can use the thinking mind <coughs> to annihilate the thinking mind to a certain extent. Does, does that get you into the realm or is that just an unanswerable question? Does that... the, the, it gets you to a glimpse. Mm -hmm. It gets you to a glimpse. But for a total burnout, you can't do anything about it. Okay. That's the bit you can't do anything about. It, that's kind of like a destiny thing or it's just going to blow up or it's not. That's yeah. the bit you can't. But you, but you can use it to fire off bits, you know? <clears throat> Sounds like a radical change in the setting, but are, are drugs, can psychotropic drugs be like a, a, some kind of a referent? Sure. In the same way, it's just another experience that sure. might yeah. give you a glimpse of that. It does. It gives you a glimpse of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's useful for a glimpse. And once a glimpse is had, then forget about it. Forget about it then. It's like, okay, that's as good as it gets. It just gives you a glimpse, you know? But then, like, the work is, is, is in life, you know? It's, you know? I got, got a question. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the things I'm noticing in my life is um, continuing to get caught in conditioning. Mm. And the kind of effortfulness and exhaustion that comes with that. Effortfulness and exhaustion, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and kind of the trickster quality of the conditioning, of my conditioning, right? Um, and this process or this capacity for discernment, right? So that I can distinguish or discern between kind of where my conditioned mind is wanting to take me. Right, so that I'm continuing to play out old patterns or old habits. Can you guys hear? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, yes and no. Louder. Louder. Okay. Um, and, and, and choosing choosing something else, right? Choosing, choosing something that isn't playing out an old pattern for me. All right. Right? So I'm not continuing to exhaust myself. I'm not continuing to create suffering. For myself, yeah. and I'm finding that in my life, it's extremely tricky okay. for me to to discern, and I keep getting pulled back. Even though I'm doing my best to discern, um, and the underlying intention is for freedom, I continue to get pulled back. Uh. And so I'm just wondering, um, any what comes up for you around that in terms of that process? Of what kind of stuff pulls you in? Do you notice that there's a particular aroma of the stuff that pulls you in and, and that's not there in other stuff that you're more free of? Is there a commonality? 
Uh, well, I mean, one of the threads for me is perfectionism. Okay. Uh, one of the threads for me is just, uh, and, and in, in that there's kind of a, a, a tendency for overwork. Yeah. Um, so rest and play is something that I actually find quite challenging in terms of okay. prioritizing those things. Okay. Um, and yet what I find is that um, I'm trying to learn more about how to kind of modulate or regulate my experience so that I'm not either just doing nothing, right, or I'm kind of full on and exhausting myself. Yes. And so this kind of middle ground where there's a healthy balance and regulation in my life. Yes. But there's just, there's like this fundamental um, trickster quality to my ego or to my conditioning, and it continues to hook me. Um, and so, yeah, just any wisdom, any insight. Um, so, so when you're on that work buzz and you're running that work ethic, yeah. right, and there's no balance, what's giving you the buzz? What, what, tell me about, is it buzzy? Um... Yeah, and part of why this is confusing for me is because, again, it's this discernment between, like, what, what is essential will, right? So actually trying to strengthen my capacity for <clears throat> essential will, right, <clears throat> as opposed from false will. And there's a way in which... False will as in more ego, is it? Ego is it? will. Okay, ego the, will. The, okay. The, the will of the ego. All right, okay. Okay. All right. And... Um, Yeah, just noticing it's like there's there, there's a way in which it's it's like a level of engagement in life. Yeah. Where I'm getting done what I need to get done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I have a life. Things need to get done. Sure. Bills need to get paid. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um. So there's a certain level of like, okay, I have to manage my time. I have to manage my energy. Yeah. I have to make decisions. Things have to get done. Yeah. Right? Um. But relating to that whole process in a way, and you know, and I have periods of time where I'm relating to it, and it's more of that effortless effort. Yes. You know? It's more of that. Um, yes. A place of just being in flow. Yes. Okay. And then there's other times where initially there's the sense that that's the place that I'm coming from, and I'm doing my best to to live from that place. And I just continue to get pulled back into these places of exhaustion, of exhausting myself. Um, do you ever do body work? I, I do, yeah. It's like you're not in. It's like you're, something's out, out of sync with what your body needs. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no nurturing of it. Or there's no balance of, of what the body needs. It's like something isn't in and do, literally doesn't read what the body needs. Something is just not picking up what your body needs. Yeah, and it feels like that's part of the process is like being able to be able to, to be able to in tune with some kind of inner guidance. Yes. You know, where there's a relationship with myself where it's like, okay, it's time to take a break. Yes. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say you don't even notice if you're hungry or something. Exactly. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're not in. You know, there's there's something not in. Yeah, so I can. You know, I mean, I can skip meal upon meal no problem. and lose tons of weight, yeah. or I can go to the other extreme and overeat. Yeah. But in terms of this kind of, yeah, I just keep coming back this idea of regulation, this yeah, kind of balance, yeah, knowing knowing what I need, yeah, from within myself, and then yeah. being able to follow that. That's guidance. it. That's yeah. it. But the communication lines aren't there between your brain and your body. Exactly. Yeah. 
you're not reading when play and nurturing and all that needs to happen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it becomes, I feel, just very susceptible to not knowing what I need that's coming directly from the body as opposed to Mm. trying to figure out what I need Mm. from the mind. From the mind. And I continue to be deceived by that. Of course you would. And it it gives the mind a domain where it has no business. Right. Which will only have to be unraveled anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's helpful. Okay. Kinesiology would help. If you found a really hot kinesiologist. Yeah. Somebody. Kinesiology? Yeah. Do you have kinesiologists mm-hmm. over here? Yeah, yeah. 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 Great yeah. one. I don't know this term. It's muscle a way of talking to your body. Yeah, the, the, the way the communication oh, is through testing. muscle testing. Gotcha. But it's a way of talking to your body to see where is the break between your brain and your body. Uh-huh. So they would be asking the body, what, what, what wiring do you want? And getting rid of the blocks which are there so that the signals from your body can go directly to your brain and be picked up to unify the system. That that would be the most direct way if you could find a really hot kinesiologist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I have one other yeah. uh, kind of question, and yeah, I guess it's a curiosity for me, which is this idea of my experience is um, nobody can do the work for me. Yes. But I don't have to go through it alone. Okay. 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 And um, what I have found, and and there is a question in this, but what I've discovered is that sometimes for me to be able to find the courage to be able to go into these deeper, darker places requires a supportive relationship, okay? Um, There were actually years of my life where there was deep grief I was not able to access without the supportive relationship. Yeah. I'm not talking about romantic relationship, I'm talking about uh, yeah. Therapists and, and healers and community. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just wondering if you could say a little bit about the the, the role your the role of relationship, the importance of relationship in the in the human process. Mm. What I'd be more after is the idea of being alone. Sometimes you're alone, and sometimes you're not alone. It's like, hmm, what does that mean? Well, I, I do the alone thing fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean. To me, a, a much greater edge was actually being able to be in relationship ah. and feel the support of that field yeah. and how that supports me in going deeper into feeling what I'm feeling, Yeah. you know, which is where so much of my healing has come from. Ah. Okay, but, this links to your last question. Oh, this is funny. Um, okay, so, 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 so what you do, because, because you're not in, you know, there's an energy body that's not in, all right? So, so and what you do then is you run it through somebody else in order to access what's actually in your, in a, at a cellular level. So you can't access deep pain unless you route it through somebody or something. You have to route it through. That's what you're talking about. Well, well, well no. Um, no? I mean, I, my, my experience has been that I, I, I have gone through deep grief yeah. being, being completely alone. Okay. And that I've also gone through and been supportive going into deep grief and deep, deep anger of being in relationship. Okay, okay. Um, however, re- being in healing relationship, yeah. right? So it's in relationship we're wounded. Yeah. It's in relationship that these different object relations, right, yeah. arise. Yeah. And it's in relationship that these things uh, can, be, can be healed, right? Okay, Because, yeah. I mean, we are in relationship, we are in the yeah. world. 
yeah. if we're not dealing with our object relations, yeah. where we're actually, you know, it's like, I'm, I can be really happy alone in my room. Yes. But as soon as I step into the world and my object relations get kicked up, yes. then suddenly I'm not free anymore. Yes. So it seems to me like there's a certain part of attaining real freedom yes. that, that actually has to happen in relationship. Okay, but I'm still going to run my same point. I think it's got to do with the fact that you're running something through other people that you can't access yourself. I'm still going to throw out my same point. I, d I don't hear it negated. <laughs> do, do you get it? It seems as though you're saying something different than what he's saying. They sound like two different things. Do they? I mean, I think that what you're saying is true. I can see that that, that is being true okay. for, for me. Okay. Um, and that's an aspect of my experience. Okay. But what I guess what I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with is I feel like what you're presenting is, is, is suggests that all of this work can be done outside of relationship. You see... And it seems to me like so, I mean, so much of my experience of healing has come through the interpersonal. And because my life exists in relationship with life. Yeah. I, I mean, everything is relationship. Yeah, because like... like which your life, life is the thing that's happening. Right. Life is the only kind of continuum in, in the whole thing. Right. So, so, life is the essence of, of this whole illusion, do you know? So, to disengage from it or not engage from it, you can't disengage from life, even if you're alone in your room. That's life too. Of course. Of do course. you know? But to have a preference for being solo or being in relationship, this is what I'm after is to get rid of those. But if there's a pull and a value in one more than the other, that's, that's, what, that's what I was talking about. If there's seen to be a qualitative difference in moving through stuff, whether you're with somebody or not with somebody. It's like, let life happen more organically. Because if something is up for breaking, if there's a piece of conditioning or a feeling or something that's up for exposure, life will rig it. Life is a setup. It's a setup, you know, in order to show you what's what's where your blind spot is. It will do it. But if there's any mechanism of of oh, it's better this way or that helps there, every now and then you'll say, God, I can't see this. Okay, I'm going to go to therapist to see this. Sure, that's common sense. Sure. That's just wisdom to know how to how to support yourself. Right. Can I've been trying to say let 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 life be more of a free flow. <coughs> Give it more access to play as it will. Being alone or not alone, I wouldn't even have the categories. Do you know? It's it's a setup. It's a setup. L let it do its thing. Let it have its way with you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, I mean, it kind of, but um, and, it, and, and it may just be that we're talking on different levels. Maybe so. Maybe you know? so. Yeah. And, and that's probably where I'm getting stuck. Okay. So let's change the word from relationship All right. okay, to, yeah. to context and conditions. Okay. Okay. I can go, I can step into certain context and conditions which are supportive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To me uh, opening up to non-dual experience. Okay. <clears throat> and I can step into context and conditions that are much, much more challenging for, for, for this organism. Yes. To, to experience... Um, not non-dual awareness. Okay. Or we could even just say peace. Okay. Okay. Do you feel you have a choice? Um, what do you, how do you mean? 
that you can st step into this context and you can step into the other context. You feel you have a choice to be able to choose either context um, for your growth. Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, no. I mean, it's sometimes, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Ah. I mean, like... I put it to you that you never do. Okay. Well, tomorrow I'm choosing to not work and go, go hiking, which is a context and conditions that supports me to be more connected with myself. Right? And where I, get, I, can, I can more easily enter into uh, non-dual awareness or a sense of oneness. Or okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mind has now bought the idea that you've chosen this and that there's an advantage in it. These are the two layers I'm after. That's what's running. In as opposed to in contrast. There's no free will. There's no free will at all. There's no divine will. It's, it, what was it, essential will and false will? Like, or divine will and personal will, we could cause them, whatever. There, there, there is no such division. Mind is buying the idea that it's making choices. That might be what's going on here. The idea of free will is still, is still playing as if it's for real. Well, that's a hard one for me to drop just because there's a way in which my mind continues to deceive me and continues to create a lot of suffering in my life. And there's times where I feel like I'm able to, to drop into what feels more like uh, an intuitive sense of guidance. Yes. And that leads to a lot more ease and, and peace yes. in my life. Yes. So there is some kind of decision-making process. There is a way that I can tune into something that I'm just calling intuition. And my life unfolds in a very different way yes. than if I'm identifying with mind. Yes. And making a decision from that place. Yes, yes. You see, all these layers of intuition and mind and choice, all of it will break down. This is the lie. This is the lie. That, that perspective is not true at all. It's not how it plays. But mind is imagining. And probably because it sees advantage and disadvantage. Free will is usually tied in with advantage and disadvantage. There's an advantage, in, you know, obviously self-explanatory. As long as there is that judgment of advantage and disadvantage and the movement away from suffering and an advantage if you can avoid suffering and get more in touch with yourself. It's like, you can either go after the free will, but if that's too tight, then go after advantage and disadvantage. What's the part of it that moves away from disadvantage and move towards as an advantage of this? What is that perspective that's playing? Because that's not true at all. It's just increasing separation. It's increasing duality, good, bad, right, wrong. Yeah, feels like that's what's something to look at. <coughs> it's it's it, it's tight though. It's tight. It's tight. Yeah. All I can do is point. So let me just say one more thing. On yeah, sure. So. Bit of Irish heart there at the minute, you know. Angels are coming. Somebody's calling through because I'm. So, so let's say, so tiredness arises. Yes. Right? Yes. The body's tired. Yes. Undeniable. Yeah. Right? It doesn't yeah. mean that we can't push on and stay up all night. Yeah. But there's something that naturally arises in my being that says, hey, I'm exhausted, I want to sleep. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, <coughs> there's a clear advantage in being able to be aware that I'm tired. Uh-huh. 
and then get a good night's sleep. In the relative world, yes. And then I wake up the next day and I feel better than if I were to override yes, that's what is right. a naturally arising feeling in my body, stay up all night and then feel like shit. That's right. Day. But I put it to you that consciousness takes care of itself. Manifestation takes care of itself. But mind has decided that through the advantage, disadvantage criteria that it is going to do a better job than consciousness. Mm. No. It is just reinforcing its own existence. Gotcha. Happy days! Yeah, I just wanted to, if wondered if you could speak a little bit on the, the body. Um, in respect, I can just give you, you know, I've been experiencing a lot of stuff in my body, and um, it seems there's, I, I just, I just wonder, because I'm not quite sure what is, like just a natural, like, okay, this is, something's going on. There, there seems some fear that's arising, a lot of energy. Um, and the fear kind of leads to like the death story. Yeah. And it feels really, I mean, I think just kind of the history of really going through a lot of emotional and anxiety, which really has sort of quieted. So that's gone and now it feels like it's like all in the body in the sense of, you know what I mean? Like sort of that, that anxiety now shows up. It doesn't mm. take, it doesn't take over. It's, mm. I can be quiet, you know, I can, man yeah. it manages. Yeah. But really at this core piece, and I guess it's like, okay, fine, I'm gonna die, or is there something I should do? I'm not quite sure, okay, the body will, I have all those intellectual things, this body will drop and maybe right now or tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. But yet, not knowing how to real is there a, just something you could speak to in terms of navigating, although I don't know if that's the right word, with it, because it's so, it's kind of baffling me a bit. Is it that you don't know where to put the body in your head, is, is, it, is it? Or it's like I don't know, I, it's almost like I'm not sure if there's something I, I'm supposed to do or not do, or just like... I don't common know. sense is very useful with the body, genuinely, common sense, just taking care of it, like, like common sense to get your car serviced, you know, or if there's an electrical problem in your house, it's common sense to call an electrician, you know, there's a kind of a common sense thing that runs. Could the mind manipulate that? Yeah, of course, and especially say, I am the body, if I am the body is running, the mind will manipulate it, yeah, and there will be like something distorted around, around well, it seems to have the I am the body has kind of taken a little bit of, you know, priority. Okay. Yeah. Where yeah, I don't know, it, I don't think it was really running. Yeah. Okay. And okay. now it's kind of, a, you know, and I can, it's like, um, it's obvious I can get it, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. What to. Yeah. Is there something to do? So, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll service it and. You know, yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, kind of look at it in that way. Yeah, sure. Not. Just with love, you know, like you would anything. You know, it's just a, it's a beautiful machine. No? And then there, and you can service it, and there still could be all this. Yeah. Energy. It runs anxiety. It runs these things. So what? Right. We'll speak to that. So so what? See, I get confused in the so what and the action because uh, I, you know what I mean. Like, cause so what's pretty easy for me. So what? Yeah. You know, but is that so what kind of a, a bit of a denial? Yeah, or yeah. is there an, you know, is there a little overlay? If of, you 
if you feel that the soap water isn't clean, then it's not clean. If you're suspecting that there's a bit of denial going on in so what, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a detective. Yeah, yeah, just it's like so yeah, subtle, subtle though. That's very it subtle, is yeah. so subtle. Cheers, yeah. Cheers, yeah. Because when, when, when there's common sense and the body is being taken care of and stuff and, and, and it's aligned, like what we're talking about, this gent, you know, that the body is, 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 has its place and it, 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 there's a responding to its needs because its needs are being heard at some level by the body mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when that's in balance, the so what isn't dismissive or it's not flippant. It's not, it doesn't have that energy. There's a lightness in the so what. Mm -hmm. Like, oops, that's what's happening to the body. It's a lightness. <laughs> but there's also a little bit of not thinking it is giving the body, you know, there's an attention there, but, but not knowing if it something, should something be working? Like, so is that kind of, do you know what I mean? Like, mean if I, well, if I service the body, is yeah. it going to have an, a result? Do I want a result with this body? Well, why would you want a result? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, to feel better, to be stronger, to be healthier. Can you drop those? all of the results and just right. do it because it's common sense? It's like you get the car serviced and you're like, great, another 6,000 miles and it's not going to break down. You don't. You just have the car serviced, but sure, you could get three punctures next week. You know, like, or the battery could go. You know, like, there, there. Do you see? It's just it's just something that you do, but 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 who knows how it's going to play? It's going to play as it's going to play. So right. don't have any attachment to to it working well. It's just a maintenance program. <coughs> and common sense is really what just sort of naturally arises. It does. It naturally it's arises. It's not a thought process. No, it's not a thought process. How to fix this? It is just no. really. There's, there's no, no judgment. Or worse no, there's way. no better or worse. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So drop the so what's, huh? So what seems seem to be a, a denial place, a bit of a, a bin where you can pop in yeah. things you're hiding from. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elliot, hi. Last one, right. yeah? Is everybody else Thank all right? You. Okay. Um, so as you know, I did uh, work with you on the weekend uh. about um, my desire to have fun, and you suggested that I have to be aware of my desire to break rules. Yeah. And you suggested a new type of what I thought was responsibility. And then, because um, responsibility sounded so oppressive to me, I, I made it two words, response, ability. Yeah, ability and to respond. And that would seem better. Yeah, but, it's I only mean, ability to respond. Could you say something about responsibility or... I don't remember talking about responsibility. No, I, it was but in my own head. Oh, it's in your own head. All right. Yes, but you were talking about trying to find a way to to not go with my rebelliousness or my tendency to want to break rules because of the, the idea of persecution that you're running just prior to that idea. Okay. It's the persecution idea I'm after. Okay, I see. I didn't know that. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, so That's, tell me about that. What's okay, so, so the desire to break rules and stuff kicks in as a reaction to some kind of abhorrence for oppression. I see. And when, when, when mind runs that story that there is some kind of oppression going on, 
Off you go. Yeah. Off we go. Yeah. Mm. All right. Now, it's, if you bought the idea of that oppression is going on and that there's a right and wrong in that, too late. It's too late. The rest of the show is going to run. <coughs> it's have a look at oppression, persecution. Have a look at these right. the phenomena. Word that comes up most is fairness. Just there's a fa fairness. It's fair or not? Fair. Yes. And sometimes I get very activated when I feel something is not fair. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, but that's so the mind is deciding. The mind fair. is deciding what's fair and not fair, depending on its own cultural bias, right. conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so have a, have a good look at that and see that fair and not fair both have their place. It's just part of the law of opposites that make this world move. Let there be space for both. And if your body is moved to, to combat unfairness in some way, let it be without a personal agenda, without the judgment. Because, because seeing equanimity doesn't mean that you become passive and indifferent to everything. Consciousness moves you, but there's no attachment to the outcome. There's no idea that you're making the world better. It's just happening. You see, so it won't make you a couch potato. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be that bad either. Really. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> 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 okay. Five is nine. All right. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, you. thank you very much, everybody, yeah. for hanging out and inviting me here.